Hi, this is Mark. This is Alex. We're from the Clark. Andersonville's only primary care doctor's office in the neighborhood at 5346 North Clark Street. Our family wishes you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season. Stop by and see our beautiful new facility and book an appointment for a healthy new year. Welcome to Feeling Cared For. Hey everyone, it's Olin, also known as Mr. Andersonville, your neighborhood real estate expert. Come see me on December 7th at Clark and Berwyn to meet Santa and get your photo taken. Happy holidays! Hey, it's Eli Newell, author and director of Raven Theater's Cold Town Hotline, a heartwarming holiday comedy running this holiday season through December 22nd at Raven Theater at Granville and Clark. Check us out online at raventheater.com hotline. Happy holidays from Hallie at Milk Handmade. Come visit us for all of your clothing, accessories, and jewelry gifting needs. Happy holidays from Andersonville Wine and Spirit. Hi, come get your holiday haircuts at Robert Jeffrey Hair Studio in Andersonville. We're on 5142 North Clark in Andersonville. Hello, this is Anthony. We just want to wish everyone a happy holiday season and happy healthy pets from Heal Veterinarian Clinic located at 4108 North Rockwell Street. We might be located at North Center, but we love seeing the pets of Andersonville, too. Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today, we are joined by Tanner McSwain, owner of Uncharted Books, a used and rare bookstore, secret club, and event space in Andersonville at 5140 North Clark. Welcome, Tanner. Thank you for joining us. How are you today? Thanks. I am really excited to be here. Doing great. Well, Andersonville is known for its many shop animals, and you have a resident <laughs> shop dog here today in studio with us, your dog, Ramona. Can you tell us about Ramona? Yes. So uh, she may serenade us later, but Ramona is a white husky, um, about eight years old. She's a runt. I, I think she's really little for a full-grown husky. Um, she was a rescue from Paws, uh, so she could be a mix. Yeah, there she is. Uh, but she's very sweet. She's kind of the store mascot. We call her the director of marketing. She's a good dog. She's very pretty and has very high self-esteem. <laughs> and she has a, uh, her name is actually longer than just Ramona. Oh, sure. Yeah. The full name is Ramona Flowers Quimby, age eight, Adams McAdams McSwain. Okay. And how did that come about? Uh, so there, there are a few different literary Ramonas in there. Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim, uh, Ramona Quimby from the Beverly Cleary books, uh, and then my and my partner's last names. Okay. Got yeah, it all so, in there. So, yeah. And she's she's kind of developed a little a little bit of a reputation uh, at our at our old location and, and still here. She's a, a lot of people come in just to see her. She's got some fan art around the store. We've got t-shirts uh, with her on them. She's, uh, yeah, she's our little celebrity. Well, we also thought it might be a fun treat to, um, you know, sometimes we'll throw in some lightning round questions, mm-hmm. which are random, or some we've we've told some jokes based on the profession. Um, Beautiful. So, so for this, I looked up some book jokes <laughs> that I thought we would read. I hope they're corny. <laughs> okay. What do you get when you mix alcohol and literature? Oh, better literature probably. What? Tequila Mockingbird. Oh, nice. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Oof. Why did the reader give up on Pride and Prejudice? Uh, why? The characters were too ostentatious. Oh, gosh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Tanner. Hi. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just read a book called How to Survive Falling Down a Staircase. Mm-hmm. It's a step-by-step guide. <laughs> 
<laughs> I definitely laughed at that one in the office. These things are good. <laughs> um, I found the first four Harry Potter books to be quite lighthearted and funny. The fifth one was dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers yes we I should have it. said spoiler yeah alert. spoil spoiler tag on this episode oh we did that we ruined we ruined uh, harry fine. potter you, oh no you you, 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 you ruined a 15 year old book my yeah. goodness <laughs> harry potter and i have the same birthday really mm-hmm. is this oh. a joke or this is no, okay real. I, I, I was trying to figure out where that was going okay. but that's also jk rowling's birthday ah, so anyway that's it sort of makes me famous all right <laughs> <laughs> I asked the librarian if she had any books on paranoia. She leaned in close and whispered, they're behind you. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Do you want to have Tanner do the last one? The top one? Yeah. Okay. I was I was born to read there you go. bad book jokes. Yeah. The top one oh, the here. top one, yeah. Uh, what kind of dinosaur writes romance novels? That is, of course, a Brontosaurus. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. These are terrific. Where did you find these, Laura? <laughs> a lot of internet. A lot of looking on the internet. A lot of searching through really, really bad ones. So those are the good ones. Those are the. I, those are I the think good they're ones. great. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I can tell I'm a, among my kind, with with book puns. Yes. Well, now we're going to circle back and um, have you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background and what got you started great. in this industry. Sure. So I am from rural North Carolina, a small town. I was born on a chicken farm. Uh, My mom's a school teacher, uh, high school English teacher, and my dad was a farmer, and Ramona's howling. Um, So I went to college at UNC and then moved up here after college, Uh, moved to Chicago kind of on a whim, expected to be here maybe a a year or two. Uh, A lot of my friends were going to New York. I didn't want to go to New York. Somebody suggested that Chicago was like New York, but with nice people. Uh, And I came to check it out and really liked it. And 11 years later, I'm still here. And I got married and got a dog and opened a bookstore and all that good stuff. Um, So I'm I'm definitely settled here. I was in publishing for a couple of years before this uh, and got the idea to open a bookstore around the time that Borders started closing their locations. it just—it seemed like there was going to be a little bit of a hole in the market, and I did a lot of research and talked to other people, and I kind of figured out that I could at least make a go with it without, you know, completely losing my shirt. Um, and we opened—we we did a Kickstarter to get the initial funds and opened in Logan Square in 2012, beginning of 2012. And yeah, this this summer we moved to Andersonville uh, in July. And what was that transition like, and how did you go about choosing Andersonville after closing the Logan Square store? Yeah, uh, that that's a, a tough question to answer. Um, I, the, the harder thing was leaving Logan Square was was tougher than choosing Andersonville. Um, we th- there were kind of a number of of reasons we needed uh, to relocate. Andersonville had sort of been a pie in the sky uh, for me. I, I didn't think we'd be able to to afford to be here. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful neighborhood. It was my second neighborhood in Chicago when I lived here. I've always loved it. It's got such incredible culture and is known to be, you know, one of, if not the most independent business friendly neighborhoods in Chicago. Um, but we, you know, after doing some research, we, we were able to find a really good location for a really good price uh, that completely fits us and everybody has been wonderful and welcoming the chamber has been great the neighbors have been great the local business owners of course are all just incredible um 
So it it has been about as as smooth a transition as moving thirty thousand books across a city can be. Um, but yeah, our, our first few months here have been really terrific. We're very excited. How do you move thirty thousand books across <laughs> the city? <laughs> um, with with some difficulty. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was tough. I mean, we 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 kind of had to move them all piecemeal. Uh, we had a lot of furniture trying to kind of. You know, you take all the books off the shelves and box them up, then you move the furniture, and then you move the boxes of books, and then you arrange the furniture, and then you put the books on the shelves, and things aren't the same shape or size. So it it, it was a little a little bit of doing, but we we did it. We done did it. <laughs> well, you sell a highly curated selection of used books, um, zines, and rare titles. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about your eclectic selection and the curation process. Yeah, absolutely. So we buy books from the public on Mondays and Tuesdays from 12 to 6. So if you have some books that you would like to bring in and see if it is the kind of thing that we carry there, we're, we're happy to have a look. Um, the The process is pretty simple. You, you bring them in, we go through the books, we'll make you an offer uh, for cash or store credit. Um, as far as the curation process goes, what we like to tell people that we're looking for is books that are either really good or really weird or ideally both. Um, but we don't sell a lot of the more popular titles. We're looking for um, more literary type books, um, more kind of unusual books. Uh, you know, in anything that 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 might uh, make your your grandparents give it a side eye. We we probably want that. Hey, Mona. The process for rare books is a little bit different. Uh, that that I'm. You know, sometimes we're very fortunate and people bring them in, but I, I need to be a little more active with that. So I go to estate sales, library sales, auctions, things like that. And you've brought books in and out of your own personal collection. Right? Yeah, to, to some degree. Um, not not as many. My, uh, my wife and I kind of had to make a deal when I opened the bookstore, which was that I was not allowed to hoard as many books in my home anymore since I was going to have the store. So so we really only keep books uh, at my house that that particular copy of it is meaningful to us. So, you know, a, a, a book that this one is irreplaceable or that, you know, I, I read this on this vacation or so-and-so gave me this book and inscribed it to me and that, those we'll keep. But if it's something that I could conceivably get another copy of, I have to, once I'm finished reading it, I, I bring it to the store and sell it. That sort of sounds like um, we had Nick and Celine on for Alley Cat Comics oh, yeah. a little bit over a month ago. And uh, Nick said something similar, like, I had to open a comic book store <laughs> because Celine wouldn't let me keep all my collection here anymore. <laughs> that, so. that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what have you noticed in the neighborhood since you've been here? I'm sure, you know, a lot of your loyal customers from Logan Square followed you here, but but what have you seen, you know, as the has as your customer cha- uh, base evolves since well, being yeah, open? Well, of, of course. Um, you know, the the d- different neighborhoods are going to have different people, but I but I think that Logan and uh, Andersonville that as far as like the demographics are, are actually not that different. Um, you know, I I think we the, the people who seem to appreciate our kind of aesthetic uh the you know i we're, we're going for people who like independent businesses who who like things that are kind of a, a passion project a labor of love um and that's i i think that sort of spirit of of i don't know curiosity and in independent businesses is alive and well in both of those neighborhoods so so we've had 
different people, but I would say similar, uh, similar people. So Tanner, can you tell us more about the great events you <clears throat> offer at the store? You have several recurring monthly series and one-off events, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So we do a lot of events. We have uh, a secret room. I don't know if this is, is uh, breaking in too fast, but there is a secret bookcase door in the bookstore that if you tilt the right book will open to reveal the Adventurers Club. Uh, the Adventurers Club is where we do our events. It's the rare book room, and it is a co-working space. Uh, so it's a, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, the various events that we do mostly are going to be readings, open mics. Uh, we do a lot of kind of smaller community events. Um, so we're we're not really attracting the the big name authors, uh, but we are getting you know a lot of smaller independent authors, small press, stuff like that. We also have a stand-up comedy show called Congrats on Your Success that's been running for seven-plus years at our place, uh, followed us from the old location. Um, a lot of open mics, uh, music occasionally, lectures, interviews, lots of fun stuff. Yeah, we, we try to keep a pretty busy calendar, usually three or four events uh, a week. And tell us more about that co-working space and, mm -hmm. and how folks can participate in that. Yeah, absolutely. So this is this is one of my favorite things. Uh, it's always been a dream of mine to have a secret bookcase store. Uh, now that we have it, uh, it sort of reveals this, you know, there's a little bit of a, a reveal into this like magical secret club room. Um, that is that is decorated a little bit differently and has a lot of atmosphere. So with the co-working space, uh, you get to become a member of the Adventurers Club, uh, which is $99 a month, which gets you as much access to that space as you want. You can read, write, uh, do homework, play board games, bring clients, anything you want to do. Uh, you also get into all of our events for free, and if you order any books through us, you get 10% off. Uh, you can also just get a, a block of two hours uh, for $12 if you want to test it out or bring a friend. But it is a lot of fun. We also have a vintage phone booth that we've soundproofed. You can go in there and make phone calls. Uh, no one can listen in on you. Uh, we've got board games that you can play. You can hang out with the rare books and use our uh, reference library if that is in your wheelhouse as well. Can you become Superman if you go in your Can you phone? become Superman? Uh, I, I think you need to already have been Superman, is my understanding <laughs> okay. of how Superman works. Yeah, I, how maybe works. you need to bring the Alley Cat people back in. They, they would know more about how, it's not how, just the process of the how phone one booth. becomes Superman. No, I don't think it's just the phone booth. <laughs> I, think, I think you can become Clark Kent, absolutely, <laughs> okay. if you hang out with us. Yeah. Sounds like Ramona gave up on her bone there. Yeah, for anyone we, who was we, wondering. Um, <laughs> on on the way to record the podcast, I stopped by Jameson Loves Danger, which is one of probably our favorite pet store. And I was like thinking, I'm gonna get Ramona a toy because that will help keep her calm during the interview. And it actually really riled her up <laughs> because it's her favorite <laughs> place in the world. And now she's really hyper and wants to go back. <laughs> so you're welcome, America. <laughs> This is Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. This episode is brought to you by Lakeshore Dental Studio, located at 5505 North Clark Street, where they are proud to provide a modern dental experience for patients in Andersonville. Keep your smile bright this season with a free take-home whitening treatment. You can claim your gift after your first exam, cleaning, and x-rays. Offer valid for new patients only cannot be combined with any other offers. Find out more at lakeshoredentalstudio.com or on Facebook. 
Joelle, how do you become a sponsor? Well, Laura, any of our chamber member businesses or a business considering becoming a member can email us directly for sponsorship information at info at andersonville.org. We offer sponsorship for both one episode or four episodes in a row. We are always looking for new sponsors, and we also encourage listener feedback. So if you have a guest you'd like to see on the show, please email us at info at andersonville.org. You can also email us with questions, comments, or general neighborhood inquiries. We look forward to hearing from you. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share Always Andersonville, the podcast on iTunes. I guess I'm just curious about like the general store layout, right? Yeah, like, how yeah. I was you, curious about that too. How did you go about like putting what books where and and when customers come in, like say they're like there for the first time. Yeah. They don't want to talk to you because they're nervous <laughs> and they want to like find a book, right? Like that how, that is a great question that I've that? never been asked before. Um so one thing I I will just as a uh as a side note, we're really nice uh and you can totally talk to us. There's just two of us and a dog and we're just regular people and and we're we're funny and nice and and won't be snooty. Um but yes, the the store layout. So the the question is just like how is the store laid out or or is it how I chose to lay it out? Yeah, a little bit of both, right? Okay. Like you know, I'm just curious because, you know, I've been in the store sure. and like, you know, why why is this section here and like yeah. fiction here? I mean, kids over here. Sure. Some things are, are easier to try to figure out where they're going to go. So like kids books are going to go on short bookcases and we put all the short bookcases and kind of put all those together. And that that sort of is logical. Um, other sections where we're trying to lay them out in a... Also in a logical pattern. So, for example, if you go down the, I guess it's the south wall of the store, you'll go past the occult books and then the religion books and then philosophy and then psychology and then science. So there's there's a little bit of a, you know, a, a logical progression. It kind of makes sense for those sections to be together. And, you know, we put comic books beside fantasy and sci-fi books, which I, I think also kind of makes sense. Um but but yeah, th- there is a little bit of a a little bit of an art to figuring out how to lay out the store, and it is something that I uh, frequently get ants in my pants and change around. <laughs> um, you know, because because with book uh, with used books in particular, the section sizes are not always going to be consistent. Uh, if someone comes and buys a a lot of our history books and we don't get more history books in, then that section has shrunk and no longer makes sense where it is. So from time to time, you do have to move things around. We always try to keep the local stuff up front. That's some of our favorites. Uh, we do sell a lot of zines and uh, chat books and things like that on consignment. And we, we always want to highlight that. And it's, it's just great to have by the entrance. So it's the first thing people see when they come in. Uh, you know, any, any opportunity we get to to support and be part of the local art scene. That's something we want to do too. And can you tell us a little bit more about the vintage art and collectibles you have around the store as well? Sure. So uh, we we have some collectibles, uh, mostly like adventure themed stuff, because that's kind of the kind of the vibe of the store and and something that I'm always a big sucker for. So we sell uh, old telescopes and locks and little globes and statues, things like that. Uh, the artwork is mostly from thrift stores, flea markets, things like that. There's a lot of stuff from Brown Elephant and Scout, a lot of good Andersonville places. 
Um, yeah, it's it's from all over the place, but it's it's always fun to kind of keep an eye out for for new things. And what about I read an article and I saw you wearing a button when mm-hmm. you came in and your pieces of flair. <laughs> yes, I do like pieces of flair. Oh yeah, okay. And they adorn your <laughs> backpack. I read. I do. Yeah. So, um, oh man, not to get too into uh, brands here, but uh, my partner and I are big Disney dorks. Uh, and we really like the pin trading at Disney parks. And I have a bunch of Disney pens uh, and some other pens, but mostly Disney pens. And they're all over my stuff. They're on my backpack. I usually wear one or two. Uh, we have a pin trading board in the bookstore, oh, which is cool. really fun. It's in the kids section. So this is also inspired by the Disney parks. There's just like a big cork board with a bunch of our pins on it and you can swap one uh so you can put any of your pins on and take any of ours or if you don't have something you want to trade you can buy one but that's just fun i just i like the atmosphere i like the i don't know i i I like the personalization and just i don't know you guys have all been dreary chicago winners it's nice to have like a cute little dog or the genie from Aladdin or something on your shirt to look down at every once One in a while. One of our always Andersonville pins should go up there. Yeah, yeah it should. I think Five, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had a pin of Ramona made? Uh, we haven't. That is that is an excellent idea. We've never actually had pins made. Uh, we've never had custom pins, but that would be fun. We do have Ramona t-shirts for sale. Yeah, That makes a great holiday gift, which they kind do. of jumps me into this they- next question. <laughs> um, so we have you participating in this Friday's Late Night Andersonville on the 6th, and yeah. then also the next Late Night Andersonville, which is happening Friday, December 20th. Um, you're offering buy two used books, get one free, which is That's an correct. awesome deal. Um, do you have any other hopes for this holiday season in December or any other events our listeners should keep an eye out for? Sure. Um, so in December, we've got uh, a lot of our kind of regular recurring events. So uh, do you want me to just list? Yeah, what, what go ahead. Going on? Great. Yeah, we'll link so them congrats too. on your success, which is our stand-up comedy show is going to be on Thursday, December 5th. Excited Utterance, which is a quarterly reading series, is going to be on the 6th. Um, on Monday the 9th is Other People's Poetry, which is a really fun recurring event we do where you recite from memory a poem that you did not write. And what it sort of devolves into is everybody screws it up, everybody gets a little bit tipsy and encourages each other, and it's an absolute blast. I definitely encourage folks to come to that. On the 10th, we've got um, Carrie McGath's Poetry Salon, which is an open mic. So much more. Um, After Hours Poetry uh, open mic on the 18th, Adventurers Club open mic on the 25th, and a Sharing Short Stories. Uh, You know what? We're not going to have the Adventurers Club open mic on the 25th. I was going to say, you're going to do that on Christmas Day? No, we're not going to do that. Just kidding. Uh, Yeah, when I look at the calendar, the recurring events don't know that they're supposed to take holidays off. (laughs) But Uh, people can probably come post-Christmas with some great stories to share. Maybe don't come on Christmas Day, but but you should totally come. Yeah, family. yeah, start some start some trouble at your holiday party and let us know all about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious, um, you know, as a bookstore owner, do you have, you know, one or two books that you definitely recommend that people read that have been your favorites or life-changing oh books? Yes, we are. Oh, uh, and... Ramona has some very strong opinions. Oh, I've got a book joke for you. Oh. Uh, what is, what is uh, Ramona the dog's favorite author? 
Tom Robbins. Again, is that a real? That is a real author. Tom Robbins is a real author. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I was actually trying to come up with. I was actually trying to invent my own joke this morning, and I didn't have time because I kept like kept seeing on your website like we Mm. don't take this book, and it was like all the spineless books, you know. So I was like, I needed a spineless book joke, like. There's something there. Right. Yeah, there's, there's something there for sure. Right? We, we can come up with it. Okay. Because it's spineless, <laughs> but I'm bummed. There we go. <laughs> Cowardly mm, books. Yes. Spineless. I don't know. But yeah, and and if you're reading anything currently that you'd like to share too. So Absolutely, I like the two. Yeah. So uh, as far as what I recommend, uh, that, that's a harder question. There are a lot of books. We have staff pick sections at the store, and we are very opinionated. But again, not snooty. We're very nice. Uh, my favorite book of all time is Treasure Island. Um, my favorite book of the last few years probably was The Argonauts by Maggie Nelson. Um, I, I, I tend these days I tend to read pretty uh, broadly uh, rather than narrowly. Like I don't read a lot of works by one author. I just like when something interesting comes in the store, I'll take it home and, and read it and bring it back. So I, I, I kind of have uh, book FOMO. Uh, and I, I just want to read like one thing by everybody. So wh- what I'm reading right now, uh, I'm reading Tegan and Sarah's High School, uh, okay. which is a really good so memoir. Fun. I saw it's them very good. Oh, did you see Evanston. them when they were in town? Yeah. Oh, they rule. They're amazing. Yeah. They're also. I was cool. very pleased to learn that they were also obsessed with Smashing Pumpkins in high school, as was slash am I. Uh, and I'm reading uh, Gideon the Ninth by Tesman Muir, uh, which is a fantasy novel that came out recently that has one of the better pull quotes on the cover that I've ever seen, which is lesbian necromancers explore a gothic mansion in space. Uh, and so far it totally lives up to the promise of that premise. Do you want to share a little bit about your um, practice of your, the, your favorite notebook to keep and your, I'm sure. your pen situation and, and, <laughs> My pen situation. and your writing. Jeez, you just kind of <laughs> dug up a lot here, Laura. No, I know exactly which interview you read, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I uh, I do very... I, I, I'm a little bit of an analog guy. I'm, I, I I have a smartphone and a computer and all of that, but I I try to not use it too much because I, I'm also kind of absent-minded <laughs> and I will forget things. I will forget to look at a calendar on my phone, for example, or to change the calendar on my phone so that it doesn't say that we have an event on December 25th, things like that. So I keep um, a little pink notebook uh, in my pocket. That's my calendar notebook, and it is attached to me, and if I lost it, I would die. And that is where I keep my schedules, my employee schedules, my record of Ramona screaming in the background, anything I might need to know. Um, And then I also have a giant notebook, which is what I like to do my writing and doodling in i'm also an author and just anything i need to sort of like work something out i have a just like a giant online art sketchbook that is my preference um i've gone through a lot of notebooks over the years and have found that these are my favorites awesome i don't remember the brands off the top of my head but that's (laughs) probably fine well we'll get you out of here soon but get well we have one kind of closing question that we ask to all of our businesses and that is um if given the opportunity which andersonville business would you trade places with for the day oh are you kidding that's the easiest question in the world it's women and children first which has been my favorite bookstore in chicago since i've been in chicago i'm obsessed with them uh they just had their 40th anniversary and i love them dearly uh 
I have had the pleasure of knowing Sarah and Lynn in some capacity for a few years and and did chat with them before we really considered moving to Andersonville just to make sure we're not really stepping on anybody's toes. Uh, and, and we agreed that we're we're different enough to be complimentary and, and I think that's that's true. Um, I you know I have customers coming in all day with women and children first bags and, and we refer to we refer customers to each other's stores all the time. But they've just I, I just really like what they're doing. I, I appreciate the point of view. I appreciate the character. I appreciate the you know it's it's such a historic place. Um, they have the best events. Yeah, they rule. They're uh, they're the the place to aspire to be if you are a bookstore lover. Well, thank you, Tanner, for being here. And thank you, Ramona, for hanging out with us. (laughs) And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Uncharted Books, please visit unchartedbooks.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org. 